Hi, and welcome to Filmmaker's Compass Podcast, the show where we talk about movies and well, more movies. I'm D-Man, and this week, joined again by CP. CP, how you doing? I'm good. I'm excited for our episode this week because we have a kind of a theme to this episode, which we'll get to in a minute. I mentioned him last week, and I'm very, very excited. CP, I had to do uh, some of his comments because he's been shooting them our way for the last two weeks. And that is a massive, massive shout out to uh, none other than Idrizi Eric Drucker. Thank you, man, for tuning into the show. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. He left us a few comments. So if you'll go ahead and indulge me, audience, here's what Drucker's had to say about the podcast. So first up, he said, of course, I've been enjoying the podcast lately, been doing lots of driving, so wanted to give it a listen. And we appreciate you throwing us on and giving it a try. Thanks, Drucker, I know you and I have a little, we have a little podcast history, so I hopefully you still enjoy hearing me talk. More than that, <laughs> I miss you, man. I know he's hit me up a couple times. He's been back to uh, Southern California. I think he did a trip to Disneyland and maybe one out to a bar. Recently, I have been unable to meet up with him, although I have in the past. So Drucker, hopefully next time you are out here, we can actually meet up, maybe get Helson, get a couple people together. It'd be fun. Sorry I missed you though, man, but glad you're, you're still making trips out here and hopefully see you soon. Awesome. He also chimed in. He said, I didn't read the article about the 10 science fiction movies that didn't age well, but I'm shocked they didn't rip on The Last Starfighter. The author has no whimsy and hates fun, so I feel like that's a movie they would have hated as well. CP? Oh my god, dude, I love The Last Starfighter. <laughs> and yes, the effects are cringeworthy now. Oh, it is still so fun. It captures, like, the spirit of the 80s so well. Drucker, you're right on. That's totally one that they would have shat all over. Alright, CP, this is, this is great. Drucker tweeted at us. And if you want to follow Drucker or get involved in the conversation his handle is at eric drucker one on twitter so that's where we're uh, conversing this is him going all the way back drucker you're you're going through the archives baby he said your halloween lists were great as someone who didn't see halloween town until as an adult i love it i feel like i lost something growing up by not seeing it when i was younger that's amazing and all you right. are correct, Drucker. Halloween Town, despite its Disney Channel feel, which I actually think is part of its charm, it's still really good. It's great to throw on at Halloween. Also, the uh, Star Wars conversation we had on the last episode with us was on point. Give me all the canon slash legend stories. Love Luke, but it's enough of that saga, especially since there's so many other amazing stories they can tell that are already written. Give me all the Dave Filoni content and that and let's go. So, Drucker, you know, we, we dove into it on the show last week, but I totally agree with that sentiment. I think Filoni has the pulse of Star Wars. So what he's working on for Disney Plus looks great. I'm excited for Mandalorian season three. They're doing some good things there, but they still got to make movies. So I totally agree. Draw from some of the uh, established canon and uh, find the things that worked really well and, and put them into motion. Hopefully we'll get some more Star Wars on the big screen because, you know, that's what I want. Guess who else has got shout outs this week, CP? More Eric Drucker. <laughs> <laughs> he actually chimed in and said, uh, actually, I just saw the new Puss in Boots. Have you seen it? The villain might be the scariest animated villain I've seen probably since Scar from The Lion King. Maybe a scariest animated villains list would be fun. So Ooh. we took note of that, Drucker. Thank you very much for the recommendation. And, and CP, have you Drucker, seen the new Puss in Boots? I did see the new Puss in Boots and I loved it. What about the villain? Awesome villain. Okay, good. So Drucker, fantastic. Thank you so much for the comments. And uh, CP and I had fun reading through those. We saved them because we want to discuss them a little bit on the air. But I love the villains list. We'll probably add that and come up with something for the future. Uh, CP, we also need to give a shout out to the AFC and NFC championship winners in the NFL, the Chiefs and the Eagles, uh, Andy Reid's two uh, most well-known franchises. So <laughs> Correct. 
Very correct. Obviously, we're going to throw up a poll. We want to know who you guys are rooting for because it is a few days till the biggest day of the year, the Super Bowl. And we want to know who you're rooting for. Spoiler alert, I'm going to take the Chiefs. D-Man, I assume you're not. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles. My reasoning for that, honestly, I would love to see Jalen Hurts win the Super Bowl. That guy's just been, I know he's always like risen to a certain height. He, he's won the Heisman, I think, or at least he was a contender for the Heisman when he played at Oklahoma. He's done really, really well in the pros each year. He's gotten better and better, but I'd love to see him with that crown jewel freaking Super Bowl title. Andy Reid and Mahomes already have him. So Travis Kelsey's already got one. You know, I think the Kelsey brothers are playing against each other, Eagles mm-hmm. and Chiefs. So I'm looking forward to that. It's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a great matchup, but you know what's weird? Speaking of villains, I do not hate either of these teams. Yeah, all like, the teams that I would despise got knocked out. So great because they're gone. But then it's also like I don't really have anyone to root against. I mean, dude, half of my life I've spent rooting against Tom Brady, and now he's not going to be in a Super Bowl. It's very weird. Yeah. Thing is, Tom Brady did not get his storybook ending. Unless being a single man on the market was the storybook he wanted. But I don't think that was it. I don't think he got the storybook ending he wanted. But CP, today we are going to talk about some actual storybook endings. We're going to talk about sports movies. Yes. And we got to give a shout out to Lindsay Baker, who has been harassing us for weeks to do an episode where we broke down sports movies. And so we figured, you know what, Super Bowl Sunday, in honor of that day, let's make this be the episode where we dive into sports. Just to our audience, Demon and I, as we were talking about this, this is actually really, really hard because there's a lot of fantastic sports movies. There's more than I thought, particularly. Yeah, and as, like- as you start looking at it, you're like, wow, there's way more than I realize. One of the things we're going to do throughout this episode is kind of uh, try and pigeonhole some of these movies into categories so we can actually talk about it. I know you're probably thinking in the car right now, oh, well, like, you know, there's like, but as you really start diving into this, there are so many sports movies that we got to set some parameters to truly have this conversation. I also want to give a quick tip of the cap to you and me, because we both wore jerseys for this episode. So a little pat on the back. Look at the production (laughs) value of this show, just upping it again. I don't know if the listeners or the viewers can see, but if you are watching and not listening, I'm actually wearing a Star Wars jersey. And CP, I feel like this was such a missed opportunity, but they put my number is 77, but I feel like it should absolutely be 66. Oh, totally. I was going to say, you should actually (laughs) tweet that out to Disney and be like, what gives guys seriously order 66 yeah for real but this jersey's dope it's actually like a stormtrooper color palette and it looks awesome the only thing is it's a real anxiety booster when you're eating wings because it's white jersey yeah it's white and i mean if you get anything on here it's you see it bust out the scotch guard man yeah pretty dope it looks good i imagine this is how it feels to be a raiders fan I am not wearing a Star Wars jersey. I am wearing a Reggie Wayne Indianapolis Colts jersey because he's like one of my favorite players ever. So there you go. For those of you listening now, now you know what we're doing on this episode. Well, I'm ready to talk sports movies. Thank you for the list suggestion. And I'm excited because I don't think we've ever really dove into sports on this podcast yet. D-Man, where do you want to start? (laughs) Well, like you said, we went over these topics. I mean, there really are enough movies almost across actual sports where you could do like top football, top basketball, top baseball, right? But we're not we're not going to dive into the individual sports here. I think the way we were looking at it was like we're going to look at team sports, solo sports, dramas, comedy, and then kids. So at least that's where we'll start at. We figured we could go down each 
And maybe we'll, we'll get to that. We'll do those lists eventually, taking a look at each sport. Mm-hmm. But I think we were more interested in the overall category of sports and not any one particular sport, even though inspiration is derived from the Super Bowl. Let's start with uh, team sports here. I kind of, I want to see what you have on your list. <laughs> okay. Now, ironically, this team sports list is probably, if I had to say the best of the best, half of these are probably on my ultimate final five sports movies. No limitations are on this list. Honorable mentions for me. I'm going to start with American Underdog from 2022, which is the movie about Kurt Warner. Then I'm going to say Moneyball from 2015. Those are my honorable mentions. Both great. Could watch them all the time. But the top three team sports movies for me. Number three, Pride of the Yankees from 1942. Wow, you went all the way back in old the... school, right? This is the this is the story of Lou Gehrig. It was made at a time where Lou Gehrig was still alive, and and all the great Yankees players from Murderers Row were still alive, and some of them are in the movie, and probably one of the best sports movies that there is I, I, that I can think of. Great pick. Number two for me, and this is really tough because again, I think on the list of best sports movies ever, this second movie I would probably list as number two all time as well. And that's Miracle from 2004. I mean- Great pick. Great movie, great story. It blows my mind that it's true because like, like, could you make a better movie than that? I mean, it's epic that that happened. Oh, I've yeah. actually gone on YouTube and they actually do show some of the, the clips from the actual match against Russia. They did like a phenomenal job. Oh yeah, no, the, Quite the movie's incredible. And even and the casting, because don't they have at the end, they show like where the people are now and yeah. what they looked like when they were yep. on the team. I was like, wow, you guys knocked it out of the park. Oh, it's so, it's so well done. I love hockey, so of course I was going to love Miracle. And number one for me, Remember the Titans, 2000. The movie has everything. Drama, comedy, the football sequences are great. And it showed us, there's actually a great Instagram clip where it says that the only thing more powerful than racism in America is football. And this movie is proof of that. (laughs) Well done. All right. Hey, I mean, Remember the Titans is probably one of the all-time great sports movies. I knew you were going to pick that. I left that off Sorry. my list. <laughs> we're doing team sports, and I have to give a a massive honorable mention to uh, the Toon Squad. If we're talking team sports here, I, I at least got to throw out their name because uh, Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes just absolutely crushed it in the original. We actually did a movie remake time a while back, so if you want to get our thoughts on Space Jam and then the new Space Jam starring LeBron James, we have already gone deep into that discussion on this show before. But, I mean, come on. I can't say team sports without mentioning the Toon Squad. I should probably have a Toon Squad jersey. Those are awesome. The OG ones? Those are sick. Like, if somebody, if I ever got that as a gift, I'd be like, holy shoot. Putting it on right now. Steph, are you listening to this episode? I hope so. (laughs) Uh, Number three on my list. I am actually going to go with A League of Their Own. So, love that movie. So, this is actually somewhat of a comedy, but also a little bit of a drama. There's a sibling rivalry. I love the story of picking up with these players in kind of a farm system as, you know, the men are off at war and the women are sports entertainment back Mm -hmm. in the States. So it was a fantastic story. I think Tom Hanks as the manager knocks it out of the park. I think they did a good job really of writing all the characters. They're all Mm -hmm. memorable in their own way as as characters should be in sports movies Mm -hmm. because the movie takes place back in I think it's like late 30s, early 40s. It aged really well. It looks great still. 
I've, yeah. I, you know, when it comes on TV, I leave it on and, and it's one of those great movies. Number two for me is actually kind of a little, like a little weird because they didn't actually play in a league, but I'm going to go with the Sandlot. So, <laughs> you know, they sort of just played against each other in an open lot. It wasn't that they played in a league. As far as the, the team that's assembled, they're legendary. Again, they wrote all the characters really well. Enjoy that movie every year on 4th of July. It's actually one of three or four movies that I watch every 4th of July, which Independence Day, Jaws, and The Sandlot. <laughs> just amazing. And what a lineup. That is just a great lineup. Sometimes during the day, because, you know, fireworks at night and all that stuff. Like if I am just chilling during the day, because I normally have somewhere to go at night, I just throw those movies on and they're fantastic. But Sandlot, also a big part of my childhood. But number one, honestly, it's like Miracle on Acid. No, it's not. It's The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Mighty Ducks is honestly, that is my all-time favorite. That doesn't necessarily make it the best sports movie, but Mighty Ducks is my all-time favorite sports movie. It inspired me to get roller rollerblades and play cul-de-sac hockey. It literally inspired a sports franchise in Anaheim. It is fantastic. It holds up amazing. They're even creating a new show on Disney Plus called Game Changers around the Mighty Ducks. Mm -hmm. Just amazing. I love this movie. It's so funny. It's so endearing. Because the group of kids are just complete underdogs. Nobody believes in them. They don't even believe in themselves, honestly. The first game Emilio Estevez is there, they're like, yeah, we suck, right? Like, yeah. they don't even believe in themselves. And so, you know, it's a movie about turning around that perception of yourself. And they go on, spoiler alert, to become champions. What? So, what? We <laughs> are the champions. <laughs> Side note, I don't know if you ever knew this. They play We Will Rock You at the end of The Mighty Ducks, but I didn't know this. Do you know there's a second version where they don't play that at the end? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like the made-for-TV version or something? Yeah, they like lost the rights. Like they only had the rights to like the theatrical or something, so they had to like redo it. No way. I didn't realize that. Last time I watched it was on the DVD, which I assume is the same as the theatrical, so. Because you know how it has like that super dramatic music and then Emilio yeah. Estevez is on the bus and then he stops the bus and he gets out and he's like, and get ready for next year. We got to defend our title. And then it's like, doom, doom, tsh, doom, doom, tsh. and it like kicks in. There's a different version that doesn't have that. I had no idea. All right. Well, that does it for my team movies. Those are, you know, like I said, those are my favorites. Again, I didn't put Remember the Titans on there. Maybe not the best, but those are my favorites all time. Let's take a look at solo sports films about individual athletes. All right. Well, I'll pick up. I mean, I know I just went, but my list is pretty quick, I think, because we've talked about at least one of these movies. Uh, number three, I have Karate Kid. We actually did a total rewind on Karate Kid, which is great. Yep. And I know the movie actually is not necessarily most of it is like a sports movie so much as it is the relationship between the main character and Mr. Miyagi. But he does compete at the end and wins the title. I've always loved that movie. I think, you know, that movie is just it's a great movie about standing up to bullies, discipline and, and different things that I think we all strive for. But, you know, it teaches you you got to put in that work. Wax on, wax off and he's rewarded for it so it's great number two and this is actually i think this is just a great movie now this is kind of like a biopic like fictional biopic but it's called the wrestler starring uh mickey Rourke. Oh, that is a great movie darren Aprosky. yeah now cp you know me i was super big into like the wwe attitude era stone cold steve austin and the rock yeah, and yeah some of those guys you know when we were growing up 
The wrestler always hit home because I've also been to wrestling shows, but just like at the gym, I went, they used to have a back in Granger in Indiana. They used to have Granger Fest and they'd have wrestling, but you know, it's just these amateur guys wrestling, getting thrown through tables and, you know, trying to make yeah. their way up. The wrestler, it reminds me a lot of that. Like this guy clearly at one point had his glory days. Now he's just doing like house shows at gyms or, you know, local warehouses or whatever. And he's just mm -hmm. trying to like scrape it by the whole movie is wrapped up in his identity as this fictional wrestler character. And then his life's kind of sad. No, his life you is know? terrible. <laughs> yeah. And like, he finds some solace in his life and if the ending's left ambiguous, which I won't ruin that. I, I really enjoyed that movie. It's like just a good watch. No, it's so, a, it's a great movie. And then number one, I'm going to go with uh, Rocky 2. <laughs> so right. Rocky 1 and Rocky 2 are both great. They remind me a little bit of like Godfather 1 and Godfather 2. Not that I'd compare those to Godfather. No. But like the journey's not over at the end of 1. You kind of need 2 to like complete 1. It's a rematch. He gets to the pinnacle of the sport. It's just amazing. Plus, isn't that the one that has the running scene with all the kids? Mm, yeah. It's so lame. It's awesome. Like the, what are you talking no, about? Know. It's awesome. I love it. No, it, like, because in the first one, like, it's him. You know, it's a montage of him, like, working out and running the steps and, you know, his arms up and all that. But in the second one, like, he starts running and then everybody runs with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. They just took it up a notch. Because he's like a celebrity, dude. But Rocky won too. Just both incredible. I mean, honestly, in if you're talking solo sports movies, you could probably just between the Rocky and the Creed movies, you could probably just fill out a list with just those alone. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen Creed 2. I know they're doing a third one, I think, but uh I did see the first one also really good. The Creeds are great. Some of the Rockies are great. Some are pretty bad. I found this really hard because I don't know why. As soon as I started looking at solo sports movies, they all seem to revolve around fighting martial arts. It's or really golf. I mean, I know there's like Days of Thunder and Rush that have to do with like the racing world, but I just thought it was really weird because there's actually not that many sports movies. You know, there's like I, Tonya, about and cars, you know, I Lightning McQueen. Okay, I don't think I would count that in the <laughs> sports movies conversation, but sure, sure do, man. It's just kind of weird. There's not a lot of movies about like someone doing the decathlon or something, which I find like a Michael Phelps movie. They probably already are. That's I could see that being really good. <laughs> I ended up sort of landing in the same space as you for this, which was mostly these fighting type movies. And so honorable mention I'm going to throw out is Bloodsport from 1988, mostly because Jean-Claude. I love Jean-Claude Van Damme. And yeah. that's probably the only movie of his that actually in any way could make any list ever. We'll just put that out as an honorable mention. Because of that, all of my solo films now are solely boxing movies. There's The Fighter from 2010 with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, David great Russell movie. film, which is is really good based on a true story of Mickey Ward. Um, and isn't what, that, that is kind of about like addiction. Yeah. Like, cause there's all this trouble. stuff with him and his brother and where they come from. 2005. I know you love this movie because we have talked about this. Cinderella Man. Oh, that's a great one. It was Honestly, way better than I thought it had any business being. I think you you can make the case that it's in the conversation as one of Ron Howard's best because it's it's incredible. Russell Crowe, it's super emotional during a time when the another guy kind of down on his luck, right? You know, he's going through the depression, gets a second chance and and goes the distance. Yeah, pretty sweet. And then number one, gotta go, Rocky, 76. Academy Award winner. I know people are going to have issue with it, but I still think the movie is incredible. And what did it beat for the Academy Award? 
Was Jaws nominated? We should look. I don't remember. Rocky has to be one of those, like, it's like looking at the actual stuff that was made that year. You're like, was Rocky the best picture? Arguably it was. It made such a lasting impact. I mean, they got a franchise out of it. Obviously, there's a statue dedicated to Rocky in Philly. Philly kind of took on that scrappy identity of the character. Maybe he embodied that more than they took that on. You know, it it was like one of those things where like, you know, yo, Adrian. There were so many things from Rocky that were iconic that even though I feel like that's probably one of the more criticized best picture winners, it definitely made a lasting impact. That's for sure. It's, I mean, the character a, of Apollo Creed, come on, Mr. T, yeah. even that crazy Russian. Ivan like, Drago. Yeah. No, it's great. And I mean, the character is this fictional character has become a total part of our, your favorite word, zeitgeist. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that word. Let's talk comedies just in the sense that i feel like a lot of the stuff we've been listing is really serious movies for a reason there's a lot of sports movies that are based on real people or real life events and there's some drama there it's also a genre where (laughs) some of the best comedies i can even think of are actual sports movies i mean i was just thinking about the list i'm just gonna list some that i don't think are on either of our lists for this like basketball from 1998 little big league from 94 mr 3000 Bull Durham, Talladega Nights. Do you remember Cool Runnings? Yeah, Cool Runnings was awesome. The, the Jamaican bobsled two thousand, and those are all just good comedies. Can we talk about basketball for a second? I mean, it's not a real sport, but like that movie's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it is actually great. You kind of remind like that's a movie that has like slipped through the cracks for me. I mean, it's the creators of South Park. I'm trying to think of their names: Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah, Trey, Trey and Matt. Yeah. And they star in it. They're the actual two main characters of the movie itself. So they're in there. It's funny because that's a movie that like, it's not on my regular rotation of movies to watch. But like, I feel like I definitely want to go back and watch it again because it is hilarious. Like, you'll see the movies that I list. These are the movies that I watch. Like, yeah, I'm always watching these movies. They're hilarious. I enjoy them. Yeah, they're fun. Well, you want to go? What do you, what's your list? I did have a honorable mention for balls of fury i don't know did you did this make your list because I, I wanted to see is that the the ping pong movie yeah <laughs> yeah and it's just raunchy like this movie got made just for the hell of it like get some comedians in the room and make people laugh it's not really the most serious of movies but i another honorable mention but I, i'm not sure this might make your list i'm not sure hattie shack not on my list Great movie, and I did debate putting it in there. Yeah, Bill Murray being Bill Murray, it's hilarious. Well, you'll see. That got bumped from my list because there's another golf movie that I love more. <laughs> but number three on my list, I mentioned it earlier, is Space Jam. I actually do watch the original Space Jam fairly regularly. It is pretty funny. And uh, uh, Bill Murray again as himself. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, I don't know. I think Michael Jordan like did a good job. It's it's like good enough. The Looney Tunes are the Looney Tunes. They're wacky, but I don't know. There's something about that movie that's endearing to me that like it always makes me laugh and I always have fun watching it. And that's why I was so excited for the new one. To some degree, I actually liked the new one. I thought that was funny too, but I know you hated it. Absolutely. And we should never talk about it again in real life or on this show. This actually is one of the funniest sports movies. Laugh out loud, hilarious, great movie. And that's Dodgeball, Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn. (laughs) That is a great one. And this is, you know, it's literally, I think the subtitle of the film is like an underdog story or something. So, I mean, it is, you know, Joe's gym. They're going up against Global Gym, I think is the name of it. So, you know, it's the David versus Goliath with Dodgeball. They make it hilarious. I think, uh, what's his name? Is it Rip Torn? Is he the guy? 
yeah, yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, well, I Patches can't think of his name. Hand. Patches O'Houlihan. Yeah, hilarious. What a what a performance that was. You know, he's like throwing wrenches at people. But again, like most sports movies, if you want to be memorable, you create memorable characters, and they really did. They had Pete the Pirate and. Justin, the cheerleader, mm-hmm. the male mm-hmm. cheerleader who doesn't fit in and like all this stuff. And they just, yeah, they they really did a good job. I think, honestly, it's kind of weird, but, you know, Vince Vaughn's character is probably the straight man of this comedy. Yeah. Like, he doesn't yeah. really yeah. have any, like, wacky quirks, but everybody no. else does. And then freaking Lance Armstrong shows up like an asshole. But the guy one, he's in that at the airport. Yeah. This is my second favorite sports movie of all time. And it is the funniest, I think, there is. And that's Happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler. Uh, That movie just absolutely cracks me up. The jokes in there are freaking hilarious. Like, I love when Chubbs, he's like, yeah, I almost won the tour one time, but then I couldn't finish. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Is it because you're black? And he's like, no, goddamn alligator (laughs) bit my hand off. He's got a wooden hand and he's like, oh my God. You know, like him sitting to his ex-girlfriend. He's like, I want to kiss you all over. And over and again and then the asian woman like shows up and he's like yeah whatever <laughs> that's like the epitome of like classic adam sandler right there ben stiller again in a very similar role true i also love true. when she's like the grandma he drops his grandma off at the nursing home and he's like he's like oh grandma uh, i'll take care of grandma you don't worry about it and then he like leaves he's like thank you happy leaves and then he turns around and the grandma's there and she's like could i trouble you for a glass of warm milk it always helps me go to bed and he's like you could trouble me for a glass of shut the hell up <laughs> you're in my world now grandma like <laughs> that's an absolute one. classic you know what's kind of crazy i mean i know what my list is and the audience doesn't but Neither one of us mentioned a Will Ferrell. I mean, when you think he had a run where between like Kicking and Screaming, Talladega Nights, Semi-Pro. Blades of Glory. Where like every year he came out with a sports comedy. Yeah. I mean, which one's your favorite of Will Ferrell's? Probably Talladega Nights. I think that's probably the best. All the other ones are kind of like recycling that. The guy who's on top falls off top and has to team up with like his rival. Maybe that's why it got a little formulaic at some point. I, you know, kicking and screaming, I thought was all right. Blades of Glory, I liked a lot. Figure skating. Worth mentioning, though, because he basically carved out a little niche for himself right there. Yeah, right. I got to start out with an honorable mention for best comedies. I don't know if you've seen this. 1992, Mr. Baseball with Tom Selleck. No, I haven't seen that. It's hilarious. He is a over-the-hill major leaguer who goes to play baseball in Japan. Okay. (laughs) And he's just out of place because he's kind of an ass and he doesn't care. Yeah, fish out of water. I think it's really funny. And I mean, I love baseball, so it gets a a boost for that. Number three for me is actually an Adam Sandler movie as well. There's also a remake, 2004, The Longest Yard. Oh, yeah. I think it's... It's hilarious. I actually think it's superior to the original Burt Reynolds version from the 70s. It's Adam Sandler and his friends. They make some uh, yeah, interesting Happy Madison crew. Yeah, yeah, and on top of it, they have a bunch of great former NFL players who all make cameo. Did you ever see this? 2015 Eddie the Eagle. No. I don't I even know what that is. should have listed it as a solo film. It is about a British ski jumper. <laughs> And he he is coached by Hugh Jackman. It's funny. It's feel good. It's just a, again, not something I typically think of when I think of sports movies till I start digging down into it. And then number one for me, again, I put this on the top of best sports movies of all time, 1989 Major League. I think it's hilarious and it still holds up amazingly well. 
classic for sure. All right. Well, we did comedies now. I'm interested to hear your take on the dramas because, you know, going through all the sports movies, there's a lot. There's actually a super lot. And when you start thinking about, and I, I tried not to, in my list, recount anything that I had been brought up. So I was trying to scratch my head because half of what I already listed is a drama. But you think about stuff like Coach Carter, Friday Night Lights, We Are Marshall, Any Given Sunday, All the Right Moves. Like I'm like, these are all good sports movies. But what I ended up settling on, or The Express, the Ernie Davis story. Did you ever see that? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's probably going to be a little bit of overlap here because you love some of the same movies. To start out, honorable mention, 61, the okay. movie about Roger Maris trying to break the home run mm-hmm. record directed by huge baseball fan Billy Crystal, and I think it's a good movie. Number three on my list, and the entire audience is going to roll their eyes when I bring this up, 1988 Hoosiers. Ooh. Sorry speaks to me deep down as a Hoosier, you know, it's <laughs> just true. something, something that, that I, I relate to. And it's a great movie about a small town school winning the uh, Gene Hackman, Indiana state basketball tournament. Yep. Number two, you're going to roll your eyes again, everyone. 93 Rudy. Oh, I love Rudy. I know, I know you love second. Rudy. I mean, and then number one for me, um, I wanted to get something a little different. 2019 Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, yeah, that was really good. I thought it was I actually really watched that with Steph, my wife. And we, yeah, that was a really good move. Well, I have to give two honorable mentions, CP. And oh. those go to Field of Dreams. Good one. Awesome good one. movie. And then 42. Good movie. <laughs> those are both really great. Uh, number three on my list, I'm going to go with The Blind Side. Ooh, so okay. I actually really enjoy this drama. It's very touching. I thought, obviously, Sandra Bullock gives a great performance. And it was interesting to me because the story itself, the movie came out while that player was still active. Uh, Michael Orr was still on Yeah, the Michael Orr. Yeah, yeah. So he was still playing, I think, for the Ravens at that time, mm-hmm. which is quite remarkable because you don't usually you see those stories come out after somebody's career is over. And yeah. in this instance, it came out. So it kind of made, it turned him into a star. Uh, everybody kind of knew who he was. I don't know to what degree that's all accurate to real life but i thought it was a great story there is obviously it's not necessarily the most sports focused movie it's a family focused movie i really enjoyed it i thought it was great and it's a fantastic story of beating the odds okay no that's good so number two i'm actually going to put moneyball the reason for that is i was fascinated by moneyball after the movie so, I, I mean, obviously, we've heard about statistics in sports, and that varies across almost all sports at this point. But at the time, you know, it was really fascinating because they were able to find value in players based on their their stats rather than their star power, right? So yeah. everybody else was looking at certain metrics like home runs and what type of draw they were. Did they sell jerseys, right? Because even I think they have like a meeting in the movie. It's, so this is the Oakland A's baseball they're talking with these old scouts and everybody about who they should get. And some of the guys are like, Hey, we should pick this guy up. Cause he's going to sell seats. And the manager is like, or not the manager, but the GM is like, no, I'm trying to win Brad Pitt, who I also yeah. thought him and Jonah Hill gave great performances. And it was just fascinating. It was an interesting look at a different side of sports. Well, what I think is really amazing about Moneyball is most sports movies are about what's going on on the field. And that is like buried deep in the story. You know, even when the A's are playing games, we're watching Billy driving around in his car, listening, right? We're watching on the radio. The movie does not focus on the players on the field, which I thought was a really an interesting way of kind of turning what we expect from a sports movie upside down. Yeah, it's about I really enjoyed it. 
And I was engaged the whole time. Obviously, I'm not sure how they were able to actually get the rights to use MLB, Oakland, uh, some of those player names. I mean, it is somewhat of a, a historical, quote unquote, you know, non-fictional storytelling. But it was cool because we were like, oh, shoot, that's really interesting. And it's only maybe at that time when it came out a little over a decade after it happened. Yeah. So and yeah. you could see the influence that Moneyball had on baseball. It's insane. And number one on my list is Rudy. So I try to watch this at least once a year. Usually when Notre Dame football comes back around, <laughs> it's it's literally like, it's a great story about another, you know, sports trope about a guy beating the odds and making the roster when ev- nobody really believes in him, except his best friend. Yep. Which is, I can't spoil it. It's just too good to spoil. So if you've never seen Rudy, I recommend checking it out. But essentially, it's his dream to play Notre Dame football. And he's trying to walk on and make the active roster. And it all culminates in this really powerful moment that actually happened. Again, it's fictionalized in the movie. So to the degree to which is it quite as legendary without the movie? Maybe not. But it really happened. Mm -hmm. Rudy Rudiger. That's awesome. I love that movie. And I love his jacket, his Notre Dame jacket. Now, I would never get one. I have tons of Notre Dame apparel, but I feel like you got to go to Notre Dame. I don't know. Fair enough. It's like, it's like a Letterman enough. jacket, like for your high school. Like you can't, I mean, looks great. Awesome jacket, but you kind of got to go there. No, fair enough. I agree. Damn it. I never went to Notre Dame. I never actually wanted to, but deep down part of me wanted to. Maybe I'll take a class there one day and get a jacket. <laughs> but like, is this your Letterman jacket? You're like, no, it's my like three unit jacket. Yeah, so three years. I, did I didn't graduate. Course. Just one. I course. did graduate. I graduated that course. I completed the course. So, last category, I think we got to talk about. And obviously, if you're listening, you'll notice that we have excluded all actual sports documentaries because that's a whole different monster. Especially with like ESPN Plus these days. Yeah, uh, right. thirty for so thirty. Many. There's yeah. so many. There and, and there's a lot of great ones. Well, I want to ask you about is kids sports movie, and that's just because I do think that it is a specific subset of the sports genre there's the movies that are funny there's the movies that are serious there's the movies that are made specifically for you and your kid to go to what's your thoughts on that well i mean there are a bunch of movies especially you know this is literally the category part of me like have you ever said out loud you're like they just don't make them like that anymore absolutely i think there's like a genre like there was a kid's sports genre that was probably maxed out in like the 90s yep that they don't really make them. maybe now with streaming if kids they find that there's a demographic for that something like that might come back it felt like nickelodeon and disney channel maybe in the early 2000s started making their own original movies and that like phased these out from from theatrical releases but you really don't see a lot of kids sports movies anymore. no i feel like everyone when i was thinking about this list that you could name they're all from the 90s yeah so number three which is actually a fairly good story i mean i know it got like 60 sequels <laughs> they're all more ridiculous than the next but the original one was pretty good and that was uh air bud Dude, so shout out shout out to Derek becker who listens and i know he said that's one of his favorite yeah, Air Bud was great. You know, he a dog that makes the basketball team, but he was really talented. He he was a great jump shooter. He got he was also good at steals. But more than that, you know, <laughs> he is a dog. And so there's, you know, that whole family dynamic and that whole thing. And I thought it worked, it worked fairly well for, you know, what I would consider to be a 90s kids movie. I mean, is it believable that that dog would make the team? Yes. But he'd have to be really good. So he looked good in the jersey too. So All right. And number two and number one go hand in hand for me, CP. These are my favorite. I told you one of them's my favorite sports movie. So that's D2, The Mighty Ducks, and number one, The Mighty Ducks. 
So <laughs> if you didn't get a chance to see D2, it is a direct sequel to the first one. But in one of the coolest twists, instead of just doing another season, that team gets recruited to play for Team USA in the uh, Junior Olympics. And they have to face off against the super imposing and also looks exactly like the Hawks, Iceland, which <laughs> it's so funny because like, I mean, if you think anything about Iceland, I don't think... Like Mighty Ducks, they look so imposing and mean. They kind of come off as like Russians from like Miracle. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. I think as Icelandic people are like super nice. In the Olympics, I mean, what team are you going to lose? It would probably be the Canadians, not the Icelandic. Yeah, right. That was always my issue. I'm like, they really should be mean Canadians, not. I was always just shocked in D2. They they make their jerseys. They look exactly like the Hawks. Black, white, and blue. You know, I was like, ah, oh, you could have picked any colors, but they're like, no, that, that color scheme works. <laughs> so in D2, CP, I got to ask you, do you like the original green jerseys or the updated versions with the uh, like kind of duck mask? The ones that basically the actual Anaheim Ducks adapted as their logo. I like the new ones better because I love that that duck scheme when the, when the ducks were the mighty ducks once upon a time. I, I like yeah. the green ones, man. I don't know. There's something about that that just hits home. That color scheme. But I mean, I do get it. Like, it's kind of like a, well, that's a lame duck on that jersey. Yeah, the new ones, that logo is actually really sick. And that ended up being the logo adapted for almost all Mighty Ducks material yeah. afterwards. I don't want to repeat the list that you have because most of those would be on mine. So I'm going to start with number three, the Little Giants. That's Remember a great that one? Movie. Icebox? Yeah. Yep, from 94. And then I'm going to go O'Neal. with, yes, 93. The Rookie of the Year. Oh, that's a great one. And I mean, it's about the Cubs, so that makes it even better in my mind. Well, I just like that it was all a dream. <laughs> you know, the Cubs sucked. It was, once it was over, yeah, they uh, still sucked. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder how we're friends. No, it's great, dude. It's a movie about a 14-year-old who goes to play for the Cubs because... Well, the Cubs do suck and they have to actually start recruiting 14 year olds to try and win the World Series. So great movie. And then number one, you've mentioned it about five times, but I haven't mentioned it. And it's one of my favorite movies of all time. So I got to go with uh, 1996 Space Jam. Ooh, Space Jam is good. You know, we didn't mention another 90s kind of sports classic was uh, Angels in the Outfield. That follows yeah. the kids as fans. They're not mm -hmm. actually playing. That's why it didn't make my list. It is made for kids, though. Good point. But they're fans. They're not actually playing. So that one I kind of left off what about did you ever see little big league I don't it's know about a kid who's his grandpa owns the twins and he dies so he inherits the twins and starts what? managing them because he knows so much about baseball man yeah. 90s kids movies were awesome you remember like blank check there was some oh, so fun ones what was that one with macaulay culkin where he like turns into a cartoon i don't remember it's like a wizard thing or something oh page master that movie was weird, but that. they don't make movies like that anymore. <laughs> I mean, maybe because it failed. I don't also, know, dude, but there's so many 90s kids movies that I'm like, this genre just worked. Yeah. It was great with the sports. I mean, because we've named a bunch of those movies multiple times. I mean, hands down, though, Mighty Ducks and Sandlot. Those are the best. I don't know if they would make my absolute total list of the best sports movies of all time. Sandlot is actually made really well. Like I, I love mean, I'm that not movie. saying that it, it, it isn't. I'm just saying that if I had to pick the top three of the movies that we've talked to, it would probably be Moneyball, Miracle, and Remember the Titans. And I think that I would stand by that as the best sports movies. Oh, so if I have to go best, but not my favorites, I think I would do The Wrestler. Happy Gilmore and Remember the Titans. I mean, I love Remember the Titans. It's just such a good movie. No, it's a great movie. But I would put Happy Gilmore on that list because I think it is the best sports comedy of all time. So, 
Yeah, and it's also my favorite. So I, I would put that <laughs> right there. Shooter McGavin. They even got Bob Barker to play himself. Classic. <laughs> the price is price wrong. Price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, hey, you've listened to us ramble back and forth about sports movies. So, audience, hit us up. What do you think are your favorite sports movies? Of- if you want to share one particular list as we were kind of talking about these, or if you've got a list of what you think are the best, let us know. But I'm curious. Well, and like I said, there is actually an opportunity here for most of these sports for a list of within each sport. We didn't want to go that route. Although, you know, hypothetically, if you guys have like your favorite football movies or soccer movies or baseball, whatever it is, share that as well, because we're just talking sports in general here. We hope you guys enjoyed the discussion today. Keep the conversations going. Drucker, we love all your comments. But really, everybody has been commenting very frequently the last few months, which is just so much fun. It's fun for us because, you know, we're getting actual notifications that uh, you guys either loved our lists or hated them, which if you hate them and you think we're idiots, you can say that. Now, we might call you out on there because it's our show, but (laughs) uh, feel free. Definitely keep the conversations going. You can follow the show at filmmakerscompass.com where we list all the directories, podcast directories we're listed in, as well as have links to all the episodes and all of our social media. So you can follow me directly at Big Kid D-Man. And you can follow me at NDCal5. Thanks for, you know, first of all, enjoy the Super Bowl. You know, have a good time. Stay yeah. safe. In the meantime, keep watching movies, but we'll see you back here next week.